Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about my bookie. They are the industry's leading online sportsbook and casino, and boy, do they have you covered. MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college ball, soccer, MMA, boxing, and more. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. My bookie will meet you halfway up to $1,000 when you deposit. Whether you're at home or on the go, on your laptop or on your phone, it's only a few clicks away from placing your bets and making some money. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, how's it going? Not bad. Uh, we were talking in the pre-show uh, about some reports that came out about Danny Ainge and how executives in, in the league are irked with him about trying to trade Kemba Walker earlier in the season, knowing that he was going to have knee issues and, and miss some time with some, some knee problems. And uh, I, I could just imagine like Danny Ainge like, just sitting there like, was that wrong? <laughs> I I have to plead ignorance on this one. Was that wrong? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, we'll talk. We'll probably talk about the Celtics today, maybe. Um, but it's it's not looking good right now. And and you and I were exchanging some messages about has their window closed? And I will say no. I don't think that their window's closed. I think they just they had too early success. Like they they had success too early. And it just set the expectations, the bar really high and set the expectations really high on Brad Stevens as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's probably under a little bit of pressure and he shouldn't be. And I mean, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are so fucking young. You can still build a championship team around them in a you know couple of seasons. But again, when you, you hit the Eastern Conference finals, how many times, X amount of times um, in a short period of time, it, it is the mentality becomes championship or bust and, and Boston, you know, they have been a patient uh, city at times, especially when it comes to baseball championships. So I, I a little patience, Boston. Uh, I don't think that this season is going to be the year though. It's a fucking mess. What's going on Panther. Well, I think, you know, we talked about Boston and their lack of quality centers, I guess, if you will, we want to be nice about it. So with the whole, Kemba Walker thing, it does put them in the, the the trading, looking for a trading partner where they can move Walker, maybe find their center. But I just kind of have questions now. If, if is Marcus Smart the guy? Because they, they ran Kyrie out of town, and now they're going to run Kemba out of town. Are they going to run up, end up with point guard issues? I, I love Tatum. I love Brown. Um, but they don't have Gordon Hayward. They don't have Kyrie. They're not going to have Kemba. I'm just kind of scratching my head of maybe what Danny Ainge's ultimate game plan is here. So it, it'll be really 
interesting. I know we're getting really close to the trade deadline, and that kind of stuff really excites me. So uh, Boston's going to be a player now. I feel like they're just a player or two away from being a contention. I mean, they, they're not that far off. And when you're not that far off, it's just pressing the right button to get to where you want to go. So I, I don't really feel like Boston's that far off. When you got two dynamic young players, you're always going to have a shot. I wonder if it's Brad Stevens. If he's if people are mad at him, if star players are mad at him, Max, his his tenure won't be long there. I agree, but I don't think star players are mad necessarily at him. I think with with Kemba, I mean, has Kemba had a coach that he could say was an inspiring coach? I think Brad Stevens is an X's and O's guy. And I think this is something I said to you last season in the bubble. They need a fiery guy on the bench. They need an assistant that that can uh-huh. like that really gets in a player's, you know, not face, but but just kind of gets into them and say, just psychs them up and motivates them. I do not see that from Stevens. I see at the end of the game, he is Mr. Calm, Cool, Collective. Here's my play. Run my play. But don't you need a guy that's just going to take you inside? It's like, God damn it, Tatum. You could be the best player in the league. Just fucking put your head down, hit the goddamn shot. I, I think Brad Stevens is... He's been there long enough. He's been in the league long enough that um, I, I don't think Brad Stevens is the problem. I, there's always that question when a college coach comes up into the NBA and will they survive? He's been there long enough. I think he gets a pass. Um, I think there's a lot of questions on, uh, you know, how much input does he have with Danny Ainge on who's on the team and does he, you know, have anything to do with whether or not Kemba stays or point guard or any, I, I don't know what the relationship is between Stevens and Danny Ainge. Uh, I would be interested to know that, but I think Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach. If I were an owner or a GM, he's the kind of guy I would love to have on my team. So I don't think Stevens is the problem. Yeah. I think if they were to leave, let Stevens be, he'd be hired pretty quickly by another team. So I don't think he's the problem either. I, maybe he just is demanding on point guards and he wants to, uh, maybe he does kind of do that behind the scenes, Max, and, and does it on point guards because they're the, like the maestro of the team. And maybe he's not getting from Kemba Walker what he needed and, or the same thing from Kyrie Irving. So maybe there's a specific type of player that he needs. As as a Jayhawks fan, I don't think Brad Stevens is that good of a coach. I'm just just gonna say I don't I don't think he's all that. Uh, do you want to talk about Tiger at all? We got a minute to kill. You want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? You know, yeah. somebody once explained to me that talent is or uh, success is talent minus distraction. So I think t- Tiger might be the most talented person we've ever seen in sports with all the distractions and all the success he's had. But uh, what's going on? What's the status? Has anybody heard? Uh, he had compound fracture mm. in his leg. He now has a metal rod that exists in his leg now. Um, ankle injuries as well. I, I, listen, I'm not going to say that this is the end of Tiger Woods, but I mean, with all the back issues he had, back surgeries, trying to come back, you know, the dude got power oh. from his lower body, yeah. right? I mean, he 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 generated such a swing from his lower back and his legs. Now his lower back has has been shot for years and he lost some of the power. If he's not going to have that power coming from it, from his legs, I, I just, I, I think this is it. Right. I mean, and and you're right. Uh, If you date back, it all started with his, I guess, uh, indiscretions, his indiscretion, whatever, you know, it was 
prostitutes, porn stars, whatever, whatever the hell he was doing at the time. And it spiraled from there. Right. But, you know, there's substance abuse. And I think the back problems has cost, you know, uh, you know resulted in some kind of um, opiate, uh, not dependency, but, you know, it, it, it caused him to drive while, you know, under the influence of opiates. They're saying right now there's nothing that they're suspecting. There was no impairment that they could see. But the dude flipped his car over. Mm. I mean, it's a Panthers driver. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe he can give some some uh, advice on that. But unless you're you know hitting like slippery icy roads in in California, uh, it seems like something's probably up. You know, Panther. I can't speculate. I, I can give you all kinds of reasons why a vehicle would get flipped over, but I can't speculate without really knowing anything. Um, could have been a very very sharp. Um, turned knee, you know, knee-jerk reaction because of an animal or something in the road. Um, could have ran off the road and hit a ditch, and that'll roll you over. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't see the pictures or whatever. So um, I, I just hope everyone's all right and everything turns out okay. It could, you know, age and everything. It could be the end of Tiger's career. Um, it, it, this is going to be a long rehab process. We won't see him. I don't believe we'll see him at all this year. So, um yeah, I really don't have much to add. Rich, you're a golf guy. Yeah, I think that um, I think that it is probably the end of his career. It's kind of irony that the gentleman who who's known on the golf course for driving really has been a, <laughs> can't drive a car because it's not the first time he's had problems with him. But apparently, um, it's a, a common accident place downhill and a little bit of a turn, so it's not unusual for people to crash there, from what I read and. Uh, but that does not look good. So I, I don't know. I, I can't speculate either. My guess is maybe he was up late, kind of tired, and maybe fell asleep. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Mm, that's too bad. All right. Well, I mean, we could speculate, but, you know, we got NBA to talk about. So let's get to it, Max. I'm going to pull this up on screen for those who are watching live. But where do you want to start here? Golden State. Oh, boy. Here we go. At Indiana. You know, Warriors played last night. Pacers played a week ago. So Indiana should definitely be the fresher team. But sometimes those long layoffs don't always pay off. Prior to their COVID break, Pacers had been playing pretty well against subpar teams. I do not qualify the Warriors as a subpar team. Uh, yeah, they had me sweating a little bit yesterday against the Knicks, but ultimately they bounced back from a bad second quarter and got the win. And that's something I said yesterday on the show is – the Warriors could afford to have a bad quarter and their shooting will come back around against this Knicks team and win. Uh, it got kind of dicey at the end. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the end of it. Julius Randle got tossed and, and there was it just it un- unraveled for the Knicks in the very you know last minute of the game, really. Uh, tonight, the Warriors not going to have the luxury of playing a bad offensive team. Pacers... Not an offensive juggernaut, but compared to the Knicks, they kind of look like the Warriors from a few seasons ago. Uh, This is a team that is pretty good uh, with their effective uh, uh, field goal percentage and offensive efficiency. In fact, you know, uh, they match up pretty well offensive statistic wise against the Warriors, Uh, even looking at offensive rebounding turnovers. I think Indiana has the slight edge in in most categories, uh, but they're close. thing I can't stress enough, though, of why I kind of like the Warriors night in and night out, and, and they're hit or miss with my bets. I get that. But the, the reason I keep going back, I gravitate towards the Warriors, 
is their defense. They're now ranked fourth in defensive efficiency. They've shaved off more than three points per game on opponents' uh, points per game in the last three weeks. That's a 12-point difference compared to the beginning of the year, that atrocious start to the year when they didn't have Draymond Green out there. They've shaved off 12 points per game from opponents in, the, in, in about a month and a half. So the defense is clicking. They can hit shots. They, they, they're getting healthy. And I know it's a back-to-back, but I can't resist a $20 money line bet on the Warriors. Wow. It's almost like Max and I are reading from the same script. Um, yeah, the thing with Golden State in that second quarter is typically that's where they start the quarter off with Curry on the bench, Wiggins on the bench, Draymond on the bench. And the problem for the Warriors is their bench really isn't that deep. So you can probably even expect a little bit of a lull tonight in the second quarter. But I agree with Max. Golden State has been in every game. And like I talked about yesterday, the two games that they did lose on the road, they probably should have won those. Um, They let the one get away with Draymond's um, technical fouls and whatnot. So – I'm not a big fan of the Pacers. I, you know, without Oladipo and not getting anything with Levert um, to plug in there, I just don't think they are an offensive juggernaut uh, by any means. This probably will be a good defensive battle, especially with Draymond and Miles Turner down in the paint. So I'm a, I'm going with Max. This was a money line play for me as well. I'm going to money line $25 on the Warriors, and we're going to drop another $25. Under 228 and a half. 229 and a half. Oh, even better. I I don't know what to make of this game. You have Indiana that's been off for a long break. Golden in the Golden State in the second side of a back to back, which sometimes works out well and sometimes doesn't. Uh, I agree with Panther. The game probably does go under, but I can't pick a side in the game without seeing what Indiana's going to bring to the table with uh, you know not playing since Valentine's Day. Okay. I think you're probably right. I think it does go under. I've got it closer to 226, so I'll lean the under here. And I'm torn right down the middle. I, I, it's almost a coin flip game. I have Golden State winning almost about 50% of the time. I have Indiana covering the two and a half about 50% of the time. So I'll lean Golden State here with you guys. But is it, this is it. It's just you two duking this out. Hey, why not? I got one more, and then maybe we'll take a break after that. Uh, Detroit at New Orleans. You know, you guys were talking about Detroit before I joined the (laughs) pre-show. They're 3-14 and on the road this season. They have nine overall wins. One of those wins came 10 days ago against the New Orleans Pelicans. (laughs) New Orleans is a weird team. Uh, we've joked for a while that they only play three quarters of basketball. Uh, that kind of happened against Boston three days ago, but the quarters that they actually played were really, really damn good. If you compared these teams without looking at any stats, like if I just said Panther, who's the better team, New Orleans or Detroit? Automatically, you'd go New Orleans. New Orleans by 14. <laughs> New, New Orleans with, with with all the talent that they have. New Orleans... Uh, with, with with the Stan Van Gundy as their coach, who used to coach Detroit, by the way. Uh, but if you take a look closer, it's, it's not really true. I mean, the Pelicans only have four more wins than Detroit does on the year. Uh, the 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 metrics are not kind for the Pelicans either, especially defensively. They started off as a really good defensive team. Now they're one of the worst in the league. 
Detroit, they hold their own defensively. They don't really have a star player on Detroit. I was trying to figure out like who the hell they actually have. I mean, they, they got rid of Derrick Rose. Blake Griffin isn't playing because he, he's probably going to be traded. They don't really have any. Can you guys name a player on, on, on the Detroit Pistons? Anyone? Um, uh, Mason. Uh, is his name Mason? The Mason Plumley. Oh, Wayne, Wayne Ellington. <laughs> Some other guy named Ray or Bay or something. Joe Dumars. I don't know. Like they don't <laughs> have anyone on the court, but they still hold their own against teams. Um, which brings me to a double-digit line here, right? Uh, as I learned yesterday, favorites can easily cover the chalk. Thanks, Milwaukee. So it <laughs> is doable that New Orleans does cover against a team, and it's you know this Detroit. It's the umpteenth rebuild in the past thirty years that this team has gone through. Um, so it's possible for them to cover it. I just, I just think they have to play all four quarters for that to happen, and that's a big if for this New Orleans team. So I'm going to put $20 on the Pistons. I, I don't think New Orleans covers this by 10. I'm not a fan of this game. I, uh, I hate Detroit. I, I don't like this team. They have no star power. Um, and they got that win yesterday. So didn't even see that one coming. So not winning two in a row, right? No chance. They could probably cover this one. New Orleans just kind of leaves a sore spot in me. Uh, I can't make heads or tails of this team. I like New Orleans talent. Not so sure about the coaching, but I'll lean Detroit with the points, but I really don't like this game. 223 seems like a suspiciously low number to me in any New Orleans game. (laughs) So I am going to bet 20 on the over because – they uh, 10 out of the last 10 i think they've gone over that number in a game so maybe they're due not to go over but until they don't the trend is your friend and i'm on the trend for 20 dollars on the over gotcha i'm leaning with you max uh i don't think that the pelicans can win by nine and a half i've got it closer to eight but uh one of my mantras has been <laughs> lately i'm only betting teams i think if they have a reasonable chance to actually win the game i don't think the pistons have a reasonable chance i do think they lose today so I mean, I'll lean that way, and I'm going to lean the under in this one. 223. I've got this closer to 218. All right. So that's it for you, Max. That's it for me. Oh, we should probably take a break here. Might as well. Let's talk about my bookie because they are the industry's leading online sportsbook and casino. Not hard to understand why thousands of lines to bet on all your favorite sports: NBA, NHL, college ball, MMA, soccer. In fact, they've got all the latest odds, period. Sign up today. My book is going to meet you halfway up to $1,000. But you got to use that promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN when you make your first deposit. Because whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, on your phone, you're only a few clicks away from making some money. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're... Once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, Panther, what do you got on tap? I got two more games. First one we're going to look at is this, uh, I think, can we call them the missiles now? They're definitely not the rockets anymore. They'll be the missiles, uh, to, they'll but, be the missiles tonight. Yeah, they're going to be the missiles tonight. No, no, the rockets um, tonight. Oh, they're going to be the rockets tonight? I fucked up, yeah. I fucked um, that joke all I'm, I'm banking on them being the missiles tonight because uh, still no Christian Wood, still no Oladipo, Eric Gordon's day-to-day, um, Tucker's day-to-day. Like, John Wall can't play all five spots. So, uh, Cleveland at home getting points. Dare I say, break out the mafia. We're going to money line another one. Oh, gonna I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers on a money line. Look what we've done. Look what we've Kicks done. Kicks the hornet's I, nest. Oh, my God. This is awful. Do not wake the sleeping giant. (laughs) (laughs) You were so disciplined. Uh, You succumbed to the pressure of all this Moneyline Mafia talk. You know, we were just joking. Like, I mean, uh, really, there is no pride in in losing money on Moneylines. I have Houston winning this one. I have Houston covering this one. Uh, Do I think it's going to happen? I don't fucking know. (laughs) Both both these teams can go fuck themselves, really. Uh, I'll lean Houston here. But yeah, I mean it's tempting. Yeah, a home team getting points, and then all those issues that you mentioned about Houston as well. But yeah, I got Houston covered this one by like eight points, so mm. it's, it's hard for me to argue. I have Cleveland actually winning by one, but you know the money line giveth, and then Cleveland and Orlando taketh. So I'm I'm not uh, I'm yeah I can't stand watching Cleveland play. They're they are a true dumpster fire, and their offense just looks so like. I don't know, spastic. So I, I, I'll, I'll lean Cleveland with you, Panther, but I, I'm not going to take any side of this game. I've had enough of Cleveland. <laughs> I'm going to bet Houston minus the three. Uh, I'm going to throw 15 bucks there. I, I, I think they can cover this. I, I, I have them winning m- way more often than not. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Houston minus three, and I've got the total going ever so slightly over that 217 and a half by just over a point. So I think it probably goes over. What's my money line number right there? Uh, you're getting plus 125. 125. Sounds like a good plus number. We're going to take a look at one more game, a team that I hate that kicks my ass, uh, and I'm having some success betting against them with the team that has been making me some money, and we're going to talk about those Utah Jazz. Lakers have been exactly who I thought they were without Anthony Davis. LeBron cannot save this team by himself. Schroeder still be on the shelf. They don't have that much depth, believe it or not. Uh, Utah 
at home, hottest team in the league. It's a lot of points, but I've got them whacking them. I've got Utah absolutely taking the Lakers to the woodshed, so I'm going to drop $25 on those Utah Jazz, minus 8.5, and and another $25 over the 220. (laughs) You have to to wonder why this is 8.5. I I mean I get that Anthony Davis isn't playing. I get Utah's at home. I get that Utah is a hot team. Uh, yeah, I get all those things. But you're really going to bet against LeBron James with eight and a half, which makes me think that LeBron James might not be playing tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean he's listed as probable. Uh, there's all signs that he does play, but. I can't remember LeBron being an eight and a half point dog since his like days in Cleveland. You know, this, this just seems odd to me. Um, I will lean the Lakers here, but uh, I don't know what's up with LeBron. Like they, that, that's a big fucking line. I, I scratch my head. Really? It is a big line against the Lakers. I do have Utah actually covering this. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Lakers have struggled to score 100 points, you know, minus overtime, and uh, since the absence of Anthony Davis. But eight and a half is too many points. I suppose if LeBron is announced that he's not in, it's going to probably jump to about 13, 14. So if, if you if you think LeBron's not going to play, I'd probably hop on Utah now. I just feel like too Utah. They know that they're probably at some point going to match up. So they might not, for psychological reasons, want to really stick it to them to motivate them later on in the year. I'm going to lean Utah in this spot, and then I'm going to lean the under in this spot. I think the Lakers can have a real hard time getting to 100. And that side, you'll be wrong absolutely if LeBron's out. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Lakers here. I've got Utah winning, and winning pretty handily by about seven and change, seven and a half. So not quite enough to cover that eight and a half. Um, and I've got it going just, oh shit, it's a dumb push. Never mind. It's a dumb push. Panther, you're getting over 217 and a half, not 220. Oh, hell, that's even way better. Uh, I think I think Utah scores. There we go. So on the Lakers and what's going on with Anthony Davis, Rosie Robot show up. Sort of. Side note on the, on the Lakers. It, no sort of no 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 sort of, it's, it's, sort of there. it's just there yeah. now yeah. yeah she took over yeah, yeah. you're the smartest thing you said all yeah. day that's it for you right panther you're good <laughs> all right rich what's up all right well i don't usually like to double dip but uh i am going to double dip today in Phoenix versus Charlotte. It's another double-digit line. Uh, Phoenix is playing as well as anybody in the NBA right now. And when they tend to win, to your point, Arch, they tend to win by a lot. When Charlotte loses, Charlotte tends to lose by a lot. So I, I think there's a pretty good chance that Phoenix wins the game. And so based on that logic, Phoenix should win by a lot and Charlotte should lose by a lot. So I am going to put $20 on the Phoenix Suns to cover. Is it nine and a half? Got you nine and a half, yeah. 
uh, before it goes higher. And I also think that this is a game that goes over 226. Phoenix has been on a scoring spree, and Charlotte can score some points too. So I think 226, they probably hit around 232. Uh, so I'm going to put $20 on the over. So uh, it's a uh, <laughs> it's a Phoenix parlay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the one thing to look out for is is Gordon Hayward, whether he's going to play or not. I do believe he is listed as probable. Uh, Phoenix, yeah, they're sliding teams. It's just, man, between Phoenix and, and Utah, that's a, that's a fucking brutal west that, that teams are going to have to get through. The, the, the quote-unquote favorites of the L.A. teams and even Denver in there, they're, they're, it's going to be a gauntlet to get through there if you got to get through Phoenix and, and Utah. Um, I have this as a much, much closer game. And even without Hayward, I would have Charlotte uh, keeping it close within within double digits. So I, I will lean the Hornets here. But yeah, if, if wake up tomorrow and, you know, Rich is uh, 20 bucks uh, or 18, $18 and whatever cents uh, richer <laughs> because he, he bet uh, Phoenix here, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm in complete agreement with him. I just couldn't pull the trigger. Like that eight and a half was just too many points, nine and a half, whatever it is. Phoenix has just been unstoppable on both sides of the ball. They're playing elite defense, elite offense. And to me, it just feels like a mirage. Like I I get it. They're good. I just don't know why they're this good. It's a three player team. So I, I can't even argue with, with Rich's logic here. I agree on both sides. Um, You get the moral support. I just couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, it's a close one. I've got Phoenix winning by about eight and a half, so couldn't quite get there. So I'll lean Charlotte plus the points, plus that 10. And I've got it going under, just barely under the 225. So, Rich, it looks like a good night for you right there. Well, let's hope so. I need one after yesterday. I think offensively, probably there's not many teams playing better than the Bulls right now. The other night, they scored like 45 points in the third quarter. I think they made every shot. I, I, I don't know. I was on the under, and somehow that game did go under. I, I, I don't know how a team goes under when they score 45 in a quarter, but they managed to do so. So, But against Minnesota, I don't think they're really going to have any struggles. I expect that they'll score a lot of points, and the Bulls tend to get up points. 227 and a half, is that where that line is, or has it moved down? 228 and a half. Yeah, that's moving up. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, I'm not going to bet it then. I'm I'm just going to lean the over in that, and that's it for me. Yeah. Listen, I mean, uh, Chicago has been one of my my favorite teams lately, most because just again, Zach Levine is just extraordinary. Uh, Minnesota, they played last night. I alluded to it. New coach bump did absolutely fucking nothing. They got throttled by Milwaukee. I could see them getting their asses kicked by Chicago again tonight. Um, I, I like Chicago here. Uh, my, my metrics say that Minnesota should be able to keep it close, but I, I'm tossing the metrics aside and I will lean Chicago. Uh, my spreadsheet says that Minnesota keeps it close, but I think Chicago just whoops the hell out of them. <laughs> Is this game still a four and a half? Uh, a move. It's, well, it's minus four, minus four and a half. Your call. I hate Minnesota. They're like one of the worst teams. I'm not sure that I believe in the Bulls, but you can't argue with their production. Uh, I went one and one with my late call yesterday. I'll do a late call today. 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Bulls minus the four points. That's a bet. $25 on the Bulls. He's going to be mad That's tomorrow. He's, yeah, he's going to be mad tomorrow when he he's going to, you know, because he came in all fired up yesterday, this morning about the light pick he made last night. So well, we'll see. I'm going to lean Chicago here minus the four. I can't quite get there, but man, is it close. They do look like they win. They do look like they dominate, but I, they dominate by like 3.9 points. So ugh, can't do it. And that's it for you, Rich. You're all good. That's it for me, brother. I, I, I feel a little bit disappointed after yesterday, so I, I, not a whole lot of enthusiasm for NBA betting today. I got gotcha. you. All right, I got one more, and I guess I'm making this an all-Texas card for me today. San Antonio plus two and a half, it looks like, against OKC. I've got them winning outright. I've got mm-hmm. them winning outright. Before you say it. Yeah. If you're going to say public and money, it's not. No, no, no. I'm not. DeMar DeRozan not playing tonight. And uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is probably not playing either. So whatever metrics you have with San Antonio, you have to factor in the fact that their best two players are probably mm. not going to play for them tonight. It's OKC. It's I, OKC. I know. Okay, I'm just, I'm just giving yeah. you the warning. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead with, you, with your pick. I was just giving you the warning before you actually said the words. Okay. Well, I'm still going to do it. Money line, San Antonio, plus 120, plus 120. I think okay. they can win this outright. All right. Well, Spurs haven't played in 10 days and they're without their two best players. So good luck with that one. Leaning OKC. Yeah, the, the, the DeMar DeRozan factor is the big one for me. He didn't even travel with the team. He was ruled out two days ago. So whatever's going on with him, um, it, it's definitely a factor. Aldridge has really been showing his age. Not sure he's as big of a factor. And Oklahoma City sucks at home. I can see why you do it. But without DeRozan, I don't want to have any- piece of this so i'll just give you a little moral support seems like half of san antonio's team is out i was about to make that same play and then i saw that all their major players are out too so i figured and they've been off for so long another uh, team that hasn't played since valentine's day so i'll give you the money line moral support i actually have them winning by five but that does factor in DeRozan. Minus DeRozan, I think you probably take a couple points off there and it'll probably come down to the last basket so i hope it goes in for you all right so that's it we talked about the nba we talked about tiger we talked about celtics brad stevens and are the celtics over was that is that window closed you guys should let us know on the app i think but today that's it that is it funny enough we didn't even talk about the game itself boston and atlanta uh you want to do it real quick no 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 i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say like i think atlanta's gonna win that game and but you can't trust atlanta so i would just stay off of it uh, that's why we didn't talk about it. It's because I, I don't think you can trust Atlanta, and I don't think you can trust Boston on the road or Boston, period, right now. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, Arch mentioned it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. If you're not into the whole website thing and you like the app, guess what? We got one. Android, iOS, download it. No matter where you listen to us at, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. But we do know that you like social sites, so make sure you use them, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however it is you communicate. Friends don't let friends avoid Boston and Atlanta without absolute degeneracy. Panther, hopefully Rosie Robot doesn't make an appearance here, but if she doesn't, take us home. Yeah, we'll try to wrap this up real quick. What Rosie Robot was interrupting was, I think that uh, there might be bigger things going on with Anthony Davis than they're letting on. Apparently, the Lakers are flirting with Hassan Whiteside, so we'll see how 
that plays out. But, you know, we talk more than just sports. We've got table games. We've got stocks. we got all kinds of stuff that we're doing over there in that app. Social Degeneracy is where we're hanging out on the website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you see us, hear us. Talk to us. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, that's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.